Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laid an Egg. The Batmobile lost its wheel, and uh, Joker, he uh, awkwardly got away. Awkwardly? Awkwardly. Please tell me more. Uh, he did a little like cha-cha slide real smooth, and that's how he got away. Oh, he didn't do the whole like Heath Ledger thing where like he was supposed to blow something up, but it didn't like detonate. So he like tries to push it multiple times and like looks back and then it explodes. No, you know who that was actually. Um... I think that was an accident, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. There was the explosion was supposed to go off like for the movie, and he was just like looking around like like what, what? the heck. <laughs> And then eventually, like, <laughs> it went off. I think someone in the crew did something. But that was a legitimate thing. Yeah. It was great. Gotta love some of the, uh, some of the stuff that happens on set. Yeah. Man, <laughs> Christmas, what a time to be alive. So, uh, first off, I would like to say welcome back to Tales of Grimm, everyone. And sorry we did not release an episode last week. We had one planned, but there was a lot of audio issues. Yeah, a lot of technical difficulties on our part. So. Yeah. We had a problem with one of the mics, so yeah. <laughs> we decided to redo that episode for this week, and then we should hopefully have another episode out next week for Christmas time, but depending on the holiday season, we'll see how it goes. Possibly too, if we get time to... Edit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be talking about a, um, a lovely little indie horror movie that I found <laughs> on Amazon Prime, and... Wow, what a what an iconic Christmas movie, I have to say. So, we're going to be talking about the one and only Santa Jaws. That's right, not Santa Claus, Santa, Santa Jaws. Jaws. As in, a shark with a Christmas hat. I, I cannot with this movie. It was horrible in every aspect you could think of. But it was so good at the same time that I highly recommend watching it. Yeah, kind of like... I almost want to say B-list actors. Not even B-list. We're talking like D-list. I mean... Name one person in that movie that you've seen do something else. I can't name anyone off the top of my head, but none of their acting was like terrible. No, no, not saying that there was terrible acting. I'm That's just why saying... I say that they were like B-list actors. Like they're not no, the no, 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 best. Like when in you do Die the... Hard, but when you're doing A and B-list, you're talking like top of the line celebrities. So like A-list <sighs> would be like Leonardo DiCaprio, but you wouldn't put Leonardo DiCaprio with like Andy Sandberg in the same page. Fine, fine. Not that there's anything wrong with Andy Sandberg because I love Andy Sandberg, but <laughs> different calibers of acting. So, that being said, um, spoilers, I also highly recommend you watch it on, uh, Amazon Prime for free. <laughs> I wonder why. So, this movie is about a, um, a young boy that is a comic book artist, and his best buddy's the writer, he draws all, like, the, the comic images and everything for the shark called Santa Jaws, and what Santa Jaws is, is basically a... Great White Shark that ate a evil Santa Claus and got the uh, the Christmassy powers of Santa and grew three times in size, has a little Santa hat on, and is evil. Oh no, you're completely forgetting the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer type of backstory where it, the shark had red eyes, so all of its friends made fun of it and it was a smaller little shark. So it was very lonely, and it grew aggressive, and then that's when he ate Santa Claus. <laughs> right place, right time. 
Naturally, this whole movie is about these two little boys that created this comic called Santa Jaws. And for Christmas, one of them gets, well, the illustrator of the two, he gets a magical pen that anything he draws comes to life. So, naturally, he makes a mistake Christmas wish of, I wish I was alone, I don't like my family, yada yada yada. It's very Home Alone-esque. It's very Christmassy. Yeah. Like, literally any Christmas wish is, I wish that so-and-so was never born, or I wish I was alone, or whatever it is. Because yeah. I hate their parents. So, naturally, the first thing that this kid draws is Santa Jaws. So then the shark comes to life. Yeah. This pen is literally God. Whatever you draw comes to life. It's super frustrating because, like, this pen can do whatever you want, but he draws the stupidest things. Like, you could use this pen to solve getting rid of Santa Jaws, and instead he uses the pen to make Santa Jaws more powerful. Well, at this point, he doesn't know that Santa Jaws comes to life, so he doesn't know the magic of the pen. Well, he I'm not even talking about, gift, like... And he's like, oh, it's a cool, like... It's a cool pen that I can use. Not that it makes things come to life. Well, no. Whatever he draws happens. Yeah, but I'm saying at this point, oh, like I'm just in the beginning about... of the movie, he doesn't know why. Right, but I'm not stuff. talking about the beginning. I'm just talking about the movie in general. Like, he could have used this pen in so many ways to solve things if he was creative enough. It's literally a Green Lantern ring. Green Lantern uses the ring to be like, I want to make a giant fist. But, like, really, that's all you can come up with? You couldn't, uh, come up with something more clever to fight people with? You literally have endless possibilities with this magical item. You can create whatever your mind goes to. And what does the little kid do? He creates a javelin in the shape of a candy cane that pierces the head of Santa Jaws and, uh, turns him into a narwhal. What do you think was the scariest part of the movie? I wasn't scared during any of it because there's no jump scares in it. Like... It's a movie all set during the daytime, so there's no creepy things like that. I think maybe the scariest part would be... I don't even know. Nothing was really scary. Yeah, no, I'm with it. I honestly didn't get scared at a single part in this movie. Like, it's stuff that you could see coming. Like, at one part, the main kid has an aunt and an uncle... The aunt is like a, what did she call it? Like it's a mix between like Instagram and Twitter or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, Twinstagram or something Twi like that. Something like that. Oh no, Snapstagram. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. So she's a Snapstagram model. So the aunt and the uncle are on a boat and she's in this like little rubber animal. I don't want to say it's a rubber duck, but it was like a flamingo. There we go. At that point, Ty and I were kind of betting which person the shark would eat first. Yeah, the, was... aunt and the, the aunt or the uncle. Because the aunt is already in the water, kind of, on the rubber flamingo, while the uncle is bending over like the back of the boat trying to get something. I think he's like trying to fix the propeller or something. 
So we're like taking bets and we're like, okay, like we know one of these things is going to happen and the CG on, on the shark is just bad. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's not good at all. Whatsoever. It's on par with Anaconda and Anaconda was a full budget movie. Yeah. Or Sharknado. Yeah, but at least with Sharknado, like they're purposely trying, no, I can't even say this movie wasn't purposely trying to be su- like silly or anything like that. They knew what they were writing. I think one of my favorite parts in the movie, though, was the uh, the catapult at the end, where they were launching um, Christmas turkeys, but they were actual little rotisserie chickens from Costco. No, <laughs> the mom cooked these, because she specifically said, no, you do not touch my turkeys, which, why the hell would you have three mini chicken turkey things for a group of what 10 yeah but that's my point where i'm like that that was a costco rotisserie chicken that was not an actual turkey oh yeah completely (laughs) and another thing that they did wrong is that catapult was supposed to be shooting those chickens with gunpowder in them but as soon as the gunpowder hits the water because it's not protected by any metal thing it's useless completely useless you ever tried to see someone actually shoot, like, a gun from the water? No. Doesn't really work unless that gun is somehow waterproof. Like, the logic of this. And then the store owner, how he made a model, like, a Russian model or something, but he didn't want her to talk because then that would be too hard. But honestly, I don't blame him, though. If I had a magic pen that whatever I drew came to life, I would draw exactly what he did. A bunch of money. Like, giant, nice, fancy sports car. Like, I would totally do all that stuff. I don't blame Minus him. the girl. Well, obviously. What would you draw if you had the pen? Puppies. Kittens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Probably. <laughs> More animals. But the thing is, we would have to learn how to actually draw good because we don't want like a SpongeBob Doodle Bob running around. Like, no. draw like a stick figure person. All of a sudden, there's a stick figure guy alive trying to murder us. That would be more terrifying than the actual movie. Honestly, a little bit. If they did this whole movie about Doodle Bob from SpongeBob, oh, live action, <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> okay, what was the funniest death? I just think it was the brother getting impaled by the narwhal horn candy cane thing out of the sand You don't jobs. think that it was the elf with the decapitated legs? Oh, that was pretty funny, too. Oh, my God. So, one, this elf, just a random guy, I don't think we even saw him in the movie beforehand, but he's taking a break, and he's putting his feet over the water on the docks, which, one, why the hell would you... Put your feet in the water with your shoes still on them. I don't know. And then the shark comes, and instead of eating him, the shark bumps a boat, which then, like, cuts the legs off of the guy. And you think that that's going to be the end of him. He lays down, and he's screaming in pain. But then a little later on, when the kids are on the deck, trying to go wherever to kill the shark... He comes up, and he's hobbling on these legs. No, like, shins or anything like that. Just the kneecaps up, trying to yell, which 
why the heck would you be walking on that stuff? That would hurt. Yeah, you would not be able to walk on the stump of your legs after they were just no. cut off. No, not have at all. zero balance. You would not be able to stand upright at all. Yeah, and then he falls in the water promptly and gets eaten by the shark. I think that would have to be one of the stupidest because A, it's a rant character, and B, it's just so unrealistic. Like, yeah. it's even less realistic than the lights wrapping around the girl. Oh, that was a funny death, though, too. The Anne, mm. uh, when she died, she had, like, this candy cane in her mouth, and then all of a sudden, like, these Christmas lights that were wrapped around Santa Jaws came flying out of the water, wrapped around her, pulled her in, and then she used the candy cane to stab his Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer eyeballs out with the candy cane, which somehow magically grew twice the size when she stabbed him. But, you know, movie logic. Yeah. Which you actually come to find out in the movie, too, that since it's Christmas Jaws, or Santa Jaws, it's only attracted to Christmas things, and only Christmas things can kill it. So that's why they have all of these Christmas turkeys and whatever to try and kill it. Like, at one time, I think they have, like, ornaments that are supposed to be oh explosive, God. and they have these like crossbows which they shoot sharp candy canes from and it's just it's ridiculous i don't think the crossbow shot candy canes but it was like wrapped in like a christmas wreath something like that yeah but also at one point at one point the main kid tried to use the magic pen to get rid of uh, santa jaws's teeth and instead what happened was a bunch of ornaments fell into the water so santa jaws like ate the ornaments and formed the ornaments into his new teeth. Somehow. Somehow. Magic. Christmas magic. At least him and his brother were trying to think of weapons that you could, like, use against it, which, honestly, if something the size of that candy cane would have skewered a shark's head in real life, the shark would have been dead. Would have hit the brain, killed it, all of that stuff. But since this is a movie, it turns into a unicorn. Horn. Narwhal. Whatever. Not a unicorn. That's a horse. This is a shark. Or, well, underwater fish creature. Narwhal. Same kind of horned creature thing. And it was just so funny when he drew the horn onto the shark. It's just like a magical Christmas candy cane horn just formed in thin air and just shot into Santa Jaws' head. Didn't kill him. No. Combined with him. Either way, though, those, that kid could have been so much more creative in drawing a way to kill the shark. Easily. Who knows? In the second movie, he might. Oh, man. He did keep the pen. I would have kept the pen, too. I would, like, the whole time at the ending, the, he was, like, throwing everything in the fire, and then he was looking at the pen, and then he runs off with it, and I was like, that's a good choice. I would have kept that goddamn pen. Yeah. I kind of, but also kind of don't like how they also killed Santa Jaws. How, like, he literally wrote in something at the end with, that's like, oh, the person that kills Santa Jaws gets their loved ones back, or gets one A Christmas wish. wish, yeah. Yeah, and then the character below it says, like, oh, I want my family back. And then all of the family members, literally everyone who has died in the movie, comes back. But with in like no a memory. Krampus, in a Krampus-style Christmas morning. <laughs> very, very interesting uh, movie. I enjoyed it. 
Oh yeah, it's very entertaining, but it should not be taken seriously whatsoever. Oh no, not at all. No way. So you guys should watch it. What would you uh rate the movie on a scale of one ten? Um, production wise, I think I would go like maybe a four or a four and a half. But entertainment wise, I think I would put it more towards like a six or a seven. Especially if you have a drink in your hand, then it would be an eight. I think I would give this a solid two point five. Acting is what saved it because the acting really wasn't terrible for like the lead and everything, but uh, just the overall ridiculousness of the movie and <laughs> the rules and logic of the world that was built makes zero sense. Christmas shark that it can only be killed and attracted to Christmas things. Yep, it's attracted to what kills it. All right, well, on that note, thank you guys for listening this week. Um, do you have any like uh, last minute things? I mean, like always, follow us on Spotify, Instagram, whatever you're listening to us on. Share it with your friends and family. Yeah, and if you have any uh, fun Christmas plans, reach out to us on uh, Instagram. We'll give you guys a little shout out. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. See ya.